I've been packing my lunch for work lately, and mm. uh, it's better food, healthier, you know, saves me some money, and I've been making a lot of sandwiches. And the other day, I ran out of bread, so I went to the store, and I bought a bought a loaf of bread, and I threw it on the table because I'm not making my lunch for the weekend. Uh and I just took a look at it because I'm going to make my sandwich soon for next or for tomorrow. You know, make it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I just found out that my cats have been eating my bread through the bag. Oh, so I've got I've got assholes. a I've got a loaf of a loaf of pretty much almost perfectly good bread, except it's got a bunch of fucking bite marks all over it, and it's got chunks missing out of it. And the whole I'm like, thing. Yeah, the whole thing. They've been they've been chewing on it like it's a like it's a squishy toy and uh i'm like god damn it i mean the bread only costs two bucks but it's just like now i gotta go buy more bread yeah is that like whole wheat or you do or you're like do the wonder bread no it's a it's a it's a baguette i i like fancy bread i don't know what a baguette is it's a i'm not fancy it's a french (laughs) it's a french loaf um i gotta i have to cut it myself that kind of thing Mm. So it's a okay. it's a it's a loaf of bread. It's not a sliced Wonder Bread gotcha. thing. I, I hate Wonder Bread. Man, my dad. Not my dad. I'm sorry. My granddad's um, his latest wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, only woman I've ever known to make bread, and the shit is so fucking good, man. She actually makes it herself. Yeah. Oh, I bet From it's scratch. Good. Makes the loaves, and it's so fucking good, like. Man, it's so good. But it's like, I don't need to make... I've never made a sandwich with that bread ever. I just threw some butter on it. Toasted it, threw some butter on it, and just enjoyed the bread. I bet it make a mean sandwich. Yeah, definitely. And then it's it's like, obviously, you got to cut it yourself. So it's just like, Mm. man, it's so good. Oh, yeah. I bet bet homemade Uh, bread is real good. That's why I I get the shit that you have to cut yourself. There's something about it that I like better. Um, Mm. I just think it makes a better sandwich. But... uh, uh, I want to hear your club story. So go. Your, we're gonna we're gonna jump from bread to. Club. Oh, sorry, everybody. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bitch about the club real quick. So <laughs> not really bitching, but like, dude. Oh yeah, slightly slightly bitching, but you know, we had these Russian guys. I, I worked the VIP. Had Russian guys at one of my table. They were there to party. It was kind of a sucky night. We were super. We were just slow, so we didn't have a lot of selection on females to bring them and stuff, so mm-hmm. that kind of sucked. I really wanted to perform for these guys and make sure they had a great night. But then, you know, we got some girls in there. One girl was, you know, there's always, a lot of times there's like one chick that's just doing way too much and just having too much, like living her best life just a lot more than everybody else. So this one, she she spilled, she, she knocked over a Karatha Sprite. And I'm like, oh, it's whatever. Like, it's just one Karatha Sprite. Like, picked it up, no problem. Just mopped it up, we were good. Literally, like, I'd say 20 minutes later, bro, she knocked everything over. The whole <laughs> fucking table over, and it was just all over my leg. My leg was wet, my socks were wet. So she and was I pretty, just she was pretty wasted. Dude, I was so fucking mad. I'm like, I went to the guy, I'm like, dude, you gotta get her the fuck out of here right now. It's like, if I do it, it's gonna cause a scene. At least she'll still fuck you if you do it. Yeah. Or if you, yeah, if you take her out to the dance floor or something like that. I'm like, get rid of her now. Oh, no, no, <laughs> buddy. It's all good, buddy. It's a... And I gave him that look like... Well, he was Russian, so it's... Oh, no, it's, it's all good, comrade. Yes. He's, go- he's good. He's good <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> and, it, uh, and I was just like, dude... And I, I just gave... I didn't... We, we, we came to an understanding. 
with nothing more than a look. I gave him that look like, yeah, it can be okay if you make it okay. So then he gave me, he gave me a, he actually, when the night started, he gave me a hundred dollar bill. Oh. So then he gave me another hundred dollar bill. And then I'm like, all right, be cool. <laughs> I was it's... so mad at the girl because I had wet socks and my whole leg was just covered in fucking cranberry juice, Sprite, orange juice, whatever the fuck they had on the table. I hate just a wet mess. socks. Oh yeah, and I mean, wet socks will 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 change the disposition. I'm sorry, the disposition of a lot of people. Oh, it changes so my disposition. Like, the fuck. That's for sure. But uh, I can I can already I can already hear the guy. Okay, buddy, we we go get another vodka. We go yeah. up to dance floor. <laughs> Man, it was crazy. So I was just like, I was pissed. And then this other fucking guy came to the club, bro. I kicked out a whole table for him uh-huh. and his people. Like one of the guy at the table right next to him, he couldn't keep his hands off of women. He oh touched boy. one of the bottle girls. Then he went over to the table next to him and touched some guy's wife. Oh jeez. So that guy was pissed. He was like, dude, you better get him the fuck out of here because I'm gonna knock him out. I'm like, I'm not mad at you for being mad. I'm like, just give me ten seconds and mm. I can take care of this. Mm-hmm. So I took I got rid of the guy. Mm-hmm. And then all the friends that I left, I, I didn't kick the whole table out at first. Mm-hmm. But all the friends I left behind, then they started being antagonistic towards the table mm-hmm. that his friend had violated. So then I got rid of all of them. Jeez. And at the end of the night, I'm like, yo, man, I took care of you guys. Like, what? you know, I was on top of my shit tonight. You got $10. And, bro, I got nothing. Nothing? You didn't Because he was 10? just like, I, I, I said, I said, look at, he's like, well, actually, according to him, the bottle girls told him that whatever gets put on the receipt goes to security. People out there, you go to a club, you give security money straight up because the money on the receipt always goes to just the girls. Does that go to the guys that work security? So he was like, oh, I, I thought I took care of you there. And I'm like, and he opened up his wallet. I'm seeing at least eight $800 bills. I'm like, okay, well, just you know, give me one of those $100 bills. Uh-huh. He's like, wait, what, man? We didn't see you all night. This is, I said, bro, I did all this for your table. And his friend's like, oh, yeah, no, he did. He did. I'm like, See, like I was on my shit just because you were having too much fun. That doesn't mean I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to give me that shit. And, and I'm pulling out my pocket. I say, look, I got $100 here, $100 here, two fifties here. I say, all these tables are giving me money straight up. And I'm getting hundreds from these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you think I'm, I'm being ridiculous with you right now, but I'm not. Because everybody else is doing it too. Mm-hmm. And... He wanted me to like find him some cigarettes, and then he only wanted. He was like, "Well, if I give you fifteen bucks, will you like give me some cigarettes to bum?" And I'm like, "Bro, you tell me to move for fifteen dollars after <laughs> everything I did already." He was like, "Oh, I'll get you next time." I'm like, "Yeah, they all say that." All yeah, right, so you probably heard that one before. I'm like, you come to the club buying bottles, be ready to ball out. <laughs> you tip Man, everybody. Especially if you got VIP, and they spent three, and their tab was like three thousand bucks. Like it ain't like he ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. So I was a little perturbed. Thanks for listening to me bitching about my side job. Oh, for sure. Just what it is. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, power do you, man. I don't have the temperament for that shit. Uh, shit, my general, do. my general <laughs> response is, I don't care. I don't care. Um, but with that, guys out there, it's that time of the month again, your bi-weekly 
trans talk show specifically for guys that would be trans talk for men i don't know if i'm gonna say that every time i just felt like saying it this time uh i'm eric that's chris you hey um so actually guys this is going to be a continuation of our previous episode in which we were talking about uh the porn industry and cams and stuff like that we're actually gonna wrap this one up we had a couple things to talk about last time but we were running out of time uh, so we're going to get into that, and um, we're going to start kind of in that direction, but we're going to start with uh, one, of our, one of our first stories, like we always do, normal format, which is uh, recently on Twitter, Kelly Pierce uh, posted a tweet uh, about her husband and uh, him getting a new executive position, and for uh, that information, Chris has more of that information, so I'm going to let him <laughs> lay, down the, lay down the story on that one. So Chris, take it away, buddy. So by now, y'all should know I pay close attention to Kelly Pierce and her Twitter account. If you don't know Kelly Pierce, she used to do a lot of like mainstream porn. Now she's mainly just camming. And she was pretty popular, yeah. Yeah, she was popular once upon a time. She was like in that 2000s, late 2000s mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this chick is totally woke. You should follow her on Twitter. She's got a lot of profound shit to say. She's but, you know... She she updates, you know, everybody about shit that's happening in her life. And uh, normally I don't give a fuck what's happening in a lot of these porn stars' lives. I'm just be honest. I really don't. But um, she was talking about how... Uh, I'm sorry. She was talking about how, like, she will only be doing topping videos. Like, either videos with just her or videos of her topping somebody else. And, other guys or other T-girls? Um, I believe it's just women. Okay. Oh, just like, or you maybe mean, other teachers, sis- but not guys. Okay. Okay. So she doesn't do. Oh, she doesn't talk. Yeah, guys. she All only right. does stuff with her husband. So if you look her okay. up on on Pornhub or X Hamster, whatever, the mm-hmm. only video you're gonna see of her bot get or bottoming, I think she's wearing like a blue lingerie or something like that, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's obviously a home video. Okay. So her husband is definitely tearing her up, and it's the bomb. <laughs> okay. And uh. But you know, I mean, you only you rarely see her top. But she says uh, no more videos of her bottoming because her husband can't do porn because he is now an executive, so he can't do it anymore. And it's just like that brings back to the question of you know these companies and their bullshit morality clauses or whatever, what what standards, whatever. Like it they're bes- married and they're, they're having sex. The company, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like they're married and they're having sex, so. Whether there's a camera there or not, they're gonna be fucking. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, and I don't see a problem with making money off it if if that's what you want to do. Right. And you want to have a camera set up while you're fucking your wife, and then all, from that one video you make, let's just say five hundred dollars, like totally mm-hmm. fucking worth it. Totally it, worth it. Yeah. So so this is pretty interesting in that the he's become an executive, and it's probably that the company has policies and they probably didn't even say anything to him directly. They probably just, he probably is just taking it upon himself to say, I am now an executive. I'm a face of this company. I represent Mm -hmm. it. I wouldn't want to bring any shame to the company, but it doesn't change the videos that are already out there. I mean, you can find videos of him dicking down his wife. Um, and she's got a pair of nuts. And I think, I think it's partially that, they don't want their executive to be putting out sex videos, but it's also partially that he's with, he's married to a trans woman. Um, 
And she's very passable, so it's possible oh, she, nobody at this job knows oh, she's super anything passable. about that. That could be. <laughs> and then maybe somebody has seen him and say, hey, isn't that our executive putting his dick in some some uh, tea girl or whatever and not know it's his wife? But um, I don't know. But uh, that's, that's crazy. That's a really good point that the shit is already out there. Like That's what I mean. If so, you're going to get in trouble, it's going to happen. Yeah, so what's the, uh, to me, what's the difference about making more as opposed wow. to what's already out there? Because if the company knows that the videos are out there, mm-hmm. they've already promoted him to an executive. If the company doesn't know the videos are out there, then how are they going to find them unless... Now, you know, would you disclose that if you got, you know, if you got an upper management job at like an actual corporation, not like a smaller business or a small business with like one or two locations, like... Mm-hmm. Let's just say a publicly traded company. If you were like a CEO at Walmart. Not CEO, if you just made it to senior management. Okay. So senior management, I would, for Walmart, I would count that as like station man, or not station, store managers and district managers and everything above, a store manager and above. Would you disclose that to your company? Like, hey, just so you guys know, this stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. I did it before I, I worked here. We're not doing it anymore. Or we are doing it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you're at that level, you don't need the money. It's, <laughs> that's, really true. that's that's true. Uh, Making six figures plus for easily. me, for me, I don't think I would do it at senior management level. I think I would have to be an executive, a partner, a CEO, CFO, something like that before mm-hmm. I disclosed it. I think I would have to be like the face of something to disclose it. But if if I was like a store manager or even a regional manager for mm-hmm. a Walmart or whatever, we're just Guys, we're just using Walmart as an example. I don't know what the fuck this guy, Mr. Pierce, I don't know what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, we assume it's probably better than Walmart, but... Um, hey, Walmart not, checks for I'm days, not, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying that Walmart isn't a huge you know, conglomerate and all that shit. I'm just saying Walmart is trashy. Um, <laughs> it, it's so trashy. Like, I love this, it. <laughs> th- this is, this is going to be such a side shoot, but... Sorry. But, so... Me, me and Nat, we go into, uh, we go into, well, we have a local, we have a local store here in Michigan. We have a store called Meyer, and that's kind of our okay, local, yeah, that's kind of our local Walmart. Yeah, well, you probably would from uh, from Wisconsin. I think they're in Wisconsin. Um, yep. uh, so we have Meyers, and we like to go to Meyers, but we also like to go to Aldi's. Well, every so often, Nat wants to go to a Walmart, and we go oh, into bro, the you Walmart. Explain Aldi real quick. They're not everywhere. Oh, they aren't. No, yeah, I thought they would be too, but they're not in fucking Denver at all. How the People fuck in Denver is... have never heard of, of that's how you know you live in an area that's too fucking progressive and rich. Why you don't have an Aldi. Oh my there god. There are okay. no poor neighborhoods here. Aldi guys is like the step up from the dollar store. They have they have good fresh food for dirt fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't supply you with plastic bags and you have to pay 25 cents to rent out a cart. You get your 25 cents at, back at the end of the day, but they cut they cut unnecessary costs and they give you really fucking cheap food. I can yeah. get a week's worth of food at Aldi's for $65. Um, yeah. They have uh, they, they keep it low cuz it, it's all their own brands. It's all yeah, it's all their own own brand and it's all legit food. Like none of yeah. it's per, none of it's shitty and They're like uh, an offshoot of Trader Joe's. So if you guys like Trader Joe's, I would give them a try cuz a lot of their shit is like they really turn the corner on this whole like natural and organic train. Yeah. And it's a lot of really good stuff in there. 
Well, they have some. They have like a new artisan section in most of them too that I've noticed, and that's pretty good shit over there. Um, you can get like uh, good cuts of uh, chicken and stuff like that. But uh, okay, so all of these. So yeah. we we'll, we go to the all of these. We go to the mire, and it's fine. It's just people shopping, and then we go into this Walmart every so often. I begrudgingly go in there. I remember when Walmart came to my town and kind of flipped shit upside down. Um, so we go in there and I'm like, holy shit. All the trash people are here at Walmart. Like <laughs> the, the hover rounds, the little rascal scooters, they are rampant in that Walmart. And I'm like, I'm like, we only live in a town of like, 3,000 people and half of them are in this Walmart at all times and Walmarts are so trashy um I fucking hate Walmart I hate the trashiness you can always find like a half-eaten bologna sandwich in the milk aisle um like I just I can't do Walmarts uh I just I hate them so much it's unreal but anyway the, the point of me saying is that I think Kelly Pierce's husband probably works at something better than a Walmart. However, yeah. we're going to go back to our example. We are going <laughs> to wind it way fucking back <laughs> to talking about if we were a senior manager, an executive, whatever. I would say if I was a senior manager, a regional manager of a bunch of Walmart stores, if I was high up but my face was not part of the face of Walmart, I'd say fuck it. I'm not disclosing anything if my if i was a cfo a ceo the face of walmart an executive you know a comp troll or something like that i would probably say hey if you guys ever get in hot water and they start looking at the people who run this company just so you know i fuck my wife on a regular basis and we film it and she has an awesome cock and nuts um maybe not that last part Maybe yeah. that, maybe that <laughs> last bad. part. I haven't decided yet. I'm not a CFO. I <laughs> so I haven't decided if I'm going to disclose that part. So, so for me personally, I wouldn't disclose it. So, but we don't know if Kelly Pierce's husband has disclosed any of this. We don't know what he mm -hmm. said to them. We just know that she says she's not going to do any more bottom videos. I mean, I assume in their Which free time sucks. they're going to still get fucked. But um, dude, that maybe... video with her and her husband, like, bro, she was like dripping i mean like dripping like pre-com flowing freely like and she's oh, yeah. made it clear like she, she likes getting bottom or she likes bottoming for her husband and that's the only guy that can really do that for her I'm oh yeah like, well it's it's that it's shit that, is dope it's that connectionness. it's it's the same way with me and nat she fucking pre-comes all the time when i'm fucking her and she says that i'm the only guy that's ever been able to make her do that and my dick is not magic um it is not an extraordinary cock, but uh, it makes me feel good that I can make her do that. And so, no, I totally get that. But um, so, yeah, I, I don't it's a shame, I guess, for people out there looking for it. But Kelly Pierce has so much porn that it's like. She has I think a lot. Could, yeah, it's I think not you much could, of her bodily. No, she's no you're right. Top. Yeah, I know. I knew I did know that. But you can still get some of the old stuff. And I know it's eventually going to get old and whatever. But apparently mm -hmm. there's just going to be no more new bottom stuff, which then begs the question, are they going to have sex ever again? Now that he's an executive, <laughs> they're just sex is done. I can't have sex with you, baby. I'm an executive now. But we're not filming it. Who the squirrels might report it. They could see through the window. The dog he's been watching. 
Um, and it was sad is like when you if you do report it, you definitely want to report it just straight up without introducing the trans part of it, just so you don't invite, you know, uh, uh, biases, anything dangerous. Like oh it's, yeah, for it's, sure. It's sad it's got to be like that though. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that would be a like that would that be... could that could affect your job honestly, and yeah. that's that's some bullshit is what it is, but. Unfortunately, you're right. That's the way it is. Not the way it should be, but the way it is. I mean, the whole thing is not the way it should be. I think that Kelly Pierce and her husband should still be able to fuck on video and put it out if they want to. Not Mm -hmm. out of obligation, but if they decide as consenting adults that they want to put that out there, especially because it's his wife's business as well. Um, That's how she makes her money. Uh... I think that should be up. I I think that should be up to them. But unfortunately, there is that corporate influence. I mean, it's even in my job and I am a low ranking fucking nobody where I have to make sure that I follow rules and regulations and I'm not caught in my uniform doing certain things. Like if I am in my vehicle, in my company vehicle, in my uniform and somebody catches me like going to a store to get some lunch but they think that i'm doing personal shopping on company time they can report that and then i can get a big talking to and all that shit it's ridiculous it's like oh, let man, me that, that sounds stupid yeah well it is because i'm on my break I'm, i mean but it's like yeah. it's like it's the whole corporate thing it's the whole job influencing the life and stuff like that which is unfortunate just let people be is i mean you know and this is kind of a side note, but I've, I've thought about this even with the podcast, you know, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. when we when we started this podcast, I went, OK, if this actually takes off, if this becomes a thing, if we build something around this and I, I honestly sincerely hope that we do. Um, but I, I thought about is this going to affect uh, is this going to affect my employment? in the future because I talk about sexual things. I talk about sexuality. I'm open and honest and raw about these things. And so are you. And it's like, are these things going to affect us down the line? And the answer is, I don't know, but the, the answer should be, no, it won't. And it's too bad that I can't answer that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, congratulations to Kelly Pierce's husband on being executive uh, and condolences to Kelly Pierce because she's no longer going to get his dick up her butt ever. I think that's what she was saying. Oh, no. <laughs> I, no, I think, I think that's what she was saying. I think, I think she was saying that we're never having sex again, and that's, that's sad. I hope their relationship continues to work out as a sexless relationship. Um, she, she just looks him in the eye and is like, I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> look at me <laughs> i am the captain now <laughs> oh boy almighty um all right so uh let's pick up where we left off last yeah, week speaking of people making money yeah that's where we're going with that talking about how these chicks out here make their money on on using the internet but also i don't know man process i don't the question is, is it prostitution? Like, is if you're it... saying you're meeting with a client... Yep. That, bro, that, that person is paying you... Yeah. ...to have sex with you, and no, they just allow you... you to film it for your OnlyFans, that's prostitution. Well, and it's no, just that's... really weird at how many... That's art. 
Now it's yeah, art. Right. If, you, if you film it, it's art. Um, I, I, I don't pay to be in art. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a job now if you film it. I think there's some sort of loophole there because people have talked about that with porn in general where they say like, okay, we're paying two people to have sex, but it's in front of a camera, so it's okay. Yeah, but um, those people, here's the thing. That's If I'm the cameraman, that's like you and that paying me. You pay me to film you on video, and then I make money off of that video, and you guys don't make any money at all. But the stars have to make some money. They're the stars. No, they're not. Yes, they are. These you... are cl- these are clients. We, if you if you go into an OnlyFans page mm-hmm. or to these girls' private Snapchat pages, mm-hmm. they're they, they these are they post videos of them having sex with random guys or. Maybe not so random guys. Oh, I see. I see what you're. I see what you're saying. In Charlotte, Chicago, Milwaukee, Atlanta. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Okay, I was. Well, I was saying that in. I was. Uh, what I was relating it to was the prostitution talk about. I'm talking about like, um, like main porn videos, like Trans 500, Groovy, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. They they pay these people to have actual sex. companies, right? And they pay these okay. people to have sex, and they do it, and they film it. Yeah, on a course. camera, and then that's yeah. not prostitution, even of though course. we're paying people to have sex, which is like some sort of weird loophole that I think. But they're uh, they're they're an incorporated company, right? If but you, it's... as Eric, went out and did that shit. Yep. And you were in all the videos, and you were fucking all the chicks in all the videos. Yep. It still wouldn't be prostitution. It's only really prostitution if. The person that you're fucking pays you for it. Pays me instead of pays the cameraman is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like and so these guys they... are paying these chicks to be embarrassed and then, or not embarrassed, but you know, there's some really crazy shit out there. Something there is like some crazy shit out there. Crazy humiliation porn out there. But, uh, they, yeah, I mean, they're paying and they, they, they oh, I can't wait till she comes back this week. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. to see her meet up with her at the motel. Like, they're not doing it at their house. Like, it's, no, no. It's all in a hotel room and shit. Like, yeah, so it has all the it has all the trappings. And guys out there, we're talking about, um, like I said, this is a pickup from last week. So we're actually talking about cam girls. Girls that have, that girls that do camming on Chatterbait um, or Pornhub. I think they have a cam thing or mm-hmm. whatever else cam things there are. But also girls that have premium Snapchats. Uh, have the Twitter accounts. We're talking about the girls that advertise where they're going to be. They'll they'll put out a Snapchat mm-hmm. video of them like twerking, and you know across their ass it'll like in pink sparkly letters it'll be like I'm in Atlanta. Here's my phone number. That kind of thing. Yep. Uh, so we're talking about is yep. this prostitution? What is this? Is this prostitution? Is it not prostitution? Um, and uh. It has all the trappings. What you're saying, Chris, is it has all the trappings of prostitution, but there seems to be a loophole in. I what wonder you if there's call like it. something in the OnlyFans app or something like some form that like people like electronically sign and send to the girl like before they do it or something. What do you mean? Like for example, you have girl, girl A. For example, mm-hmm. the one that the girl that I met in New Orleans. We'll call it girl anal A. Yes, girl A. Um, she, uh, let's say she meets a guy at the club or like whatever. She's in New Orleans for the week. And some mm-hmm. guy who lives in New Orleans goes out to meet her. They connect mm-hmm. on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Somehow he gets a hold of her. They meet up. 
at a at a hotel, motel, whatever. How and you know, he blows he he gives her a blowjob or whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. or he wants to get fucked. She's mm-hmm. fucking him. Mm-hmm. She's recording it mm-hmm. and then dumps it on OnlyFans. But what if there's something on OnlyFans that like Maybe they have like some sort of document, legal document, where they be like, "Hey, I need you to consent to being on this video," oh, and I saying see. that you are not a, a, a prostitution client, like you're not a, a John. Mm-hmm. Like just in case the police bust us, we can say legally, "This is what's happening," even though we know we really we know what's really happening. Because so if these see- girls aren't giving these dudes, I'm sorry, if these dudes aren't giving these girls money, these girls aren't showing up. Yeah, well, okay, so that's an interesting point, but in a lot of those videos, isn't the guy, like, wearing pantyhose or a ski mask or has, like, a pillow over his head the whole time? Uh, um, I would say a good amount of them, that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, no. But even, and, and that, I think that makes it even more damning. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. When they have the their face covered, because then it's like, oh, yeah, now he's, he's a guy paying this chick for whatever he's about to do with her, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't want to be on camera or maybe that makes it harder for, you know, obviously police to track this down. Not that I want police yeah. out there tracking down people that post on OnlyFans and all that shit. But Yeah, uh, well, they have better jobs to do, yeah. You would think. <laughs> you would <laughs> well, think, I, I mean, yes, I, w- I would be wrong, but yes, I would hope. You're using um, logic, and that does not apply here. <laughs> right, I know, I get it, I'm wrong, but... <laughs> but it's like, um, um, you know, they, they post on their Twitter, like, hey guys, I'm going to be in, I'm driving on over to, I don't make up a city, Kentuckyville, and I'll be there for, from this day to this day, come out and see me. Mm-hmm. Hit me up, guys. I'm going to be in this city from this date to this date. Here are my tour dates. Mm-hmm. Tour dates? Okay. Tour dates. Like, seriously, this is the common language. Like it's and an I exhibition. Just, what's, 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 and the reason, and just so you guys know, the reason why I, why I brought this up last, last show was just like, there's an overwhelming number of girls that do, there's a lot of these chicks that do mainstream porn. Like, you'll see them on Groovy or whatever. I don't know about yeah, probably Trans Five Hundred too. Um, some sites probably wouldn't have these kinds of girls, but I mean, a lot of these like main websites have these chicks, and then you you catch them on Twitter and they're just going around the country like pretty much prostituting themselves out, and it like it, they use these major websites as a vehicle to promote themselves as. And actually. Um, I remember the first time I joined the Groovy set, I joined Shimo Young. Mm-hmm. The very first time I did it, like, over 10 years ago. Yep. Um, they actually had information on there on how you could connect with the girls on I the remember, website. I remember seeing some of that stuff, yeah, back in like, the they day. They used when to help come... dudes out meet. They used to help guys meet these chicks. Of course, that was only for autographs. We all know, <laughs> Yeah, right. We all know it was just, I want to get a picture with you and nothing more. Um... You can't you can't say that they were gonna try to have sex with these girls. There's just there's just not enough evidence. Of course, that's all bullshit. I'm. Uh, and all the photographers used to fuck the girls too. Oh man, what a what a fucking gig! <laughs> what a gig that would be like to just True literally that. be surrounded by lady cocks all the time. And they all have and to like, be nice to you because 
if they're if you don't like somebody, you're not gonna get them business. And like filming that shit and like mm-hmm. getting right up there in their assholes and stuff like that with the camera and just being like, you know what? Oops, my dick slipped in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just open. They just blow the guys while they're uh, filming it. It's like, uh, wait, yeah, what? that's that's true. Although blow it happens are, a lot less now, though. It used to happen like all the time. Isolated. Yes, it does. You well, you can still see it occasionally in uh, behind the scenes videos. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think we're getting a little off topic. So, um, yeah, so what we were talking about last time, too, was that these cam girls, these Snapchat, Twitter girls, OnlyFan girls, um, that a lot of their money gets taken from camming from OnlyFans. OnlyFans and camming will siphon off a lot of that money that they make in tips. Oh, yeah. And so it sort of pushes them to say, I need to make a living. So one of the ways I can make a living is to meet up with these guys and get a direct transaction from them, get paid mm-hmm. for this and that. So it's is the industry pushing them towards this act? Mm. Are they doing it themselves? Would they do it? Otherwise, I mean, are they doing it's it? Probably really? pushing them to diversify and like get on, not just cam, but get off OnlyFans and Fan Central. And well, like, yeah, but is it also pushing other... them to go on these quote-unquote tours and meet up with guys because they need a little extra scratch here and there? Because if half of your paycheck is getting siphoned off mm-hmm. and you're working every night for, I mean, uh, way back in the day when I used to watch cam videos, I don't anymore. Um, you know, sometimes you jump into a cam session, you look at the timestamp, and it says like five and a half hours. And I'm like, this bitch has been sitting in front of her camera. I don't mean bitch. I shouldn't have said that, but you know what I mean. Um, sitting in front of her camera for five and a half hours for, and then you look at the tip counter, and it's like 200 tokens and whatever the fuck that is. Um, I don't know how many. Not a lot token. of money. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> bought, I've, I've never bought a token, so I have no idea how much it is. Um, but uh, I want to say it's like ten bucks for a hundred. Okay, but I then think. okay, so then half of that gets siphoned off, and they get ten dollars for five hours of quote unquote work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say quote unquote because you know they are doing something with the express intent of making money, but sometimes they're just tweeting on their phone. Um, but yeah. uh, the uh, sites are littered with women that are just bored and they're just there. Yeah, they're just they're just hanging out. But when somebody um, comes in and starts spending money, well, that was, now it's showtime. Yeah, well, that's how it was like four years ago when the last time I watched a cam show was or whatever. But uh, I don't even know what it's like now. But um, so is so my question is: so they take that little bit of money, they take it by half or whatever they take it by. Is it pushing those girls to go up and meet? up with these people with these fans mm-hmm. of theirs because you meet up with a fan and you say i'll give you an hour i'll give you two hours you give me 200 bucks boom bada bing bada boom two hours 200 bucks in your pocket uh and you can pull that shit for a week and you got a thousand dollars in your pocket um nobody's and they may be in. charging more than 200 man like i don't know what they're charging I'm, from what i've been seeing like Maybe charge them like three hundred an hour. Okay. Like, well, see, well, see, and that's the, the thing. Fuck is, that kind of money. Well, that's the thing, and so, but they make that money, and by the end of the week, wherever they're touring, they have money for the month. True. Um, True. So, is the industry pushing them towards this, and is this? true prostitution because most of it then gets turned around and shared back on these OnlyFans sites back on twitter back on camming or whatever where you can post these videos so 
is that prostitution or is that just homemade pornography? Because they're charging the guy for the privilege, certainly, but then they're filming it and then they're placing it out again and they're making more money on it again on these OnlyFans sites. So anytime anyone wants to see this, they go to their premium Snapchat and say, I would like to see that video. They pay $10, they're getting $5 return on that. You know, that happens a couple hundred times and you got... Uh, you know, a little chunk of change on that video. So my question is, is that prostitution? And what I'm what I'm leading to is, is that illegal? Um, could these girls get in trouble for this? And do they get in trouble for this? Because you see it all over the place. But I know I they can. I know they I, like avoid the police and stuff. Well, I mean, I think that might be for a multitude of reasons. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, of course they avoid the police, but it's not like it's hard to find this shit. Um, any local precinct could, you know, type in four words, go to OnlyFans, type in their 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 area, and they would get so many results. Um, and they could they could sting these people left and right, but I can't tell if it's an actual legal thing. Of course, I'm not a legal scholar. And mm -hmm. I should also say that I don't think prostitution should be illegal. Um, mm. I don't think that that is something that should be governed by law or by government in the sense that, like, I want to give somebody a service and this person wants to pay for this service. To me, that's not illegal. I mean, I want to go get a cheeseburger without making a cheeseburger, and that's not illegal. Um, I think it should be regulated. Oh, I don't. But, uh, I'm not saying it should be free reign. I'm not saying it shouldn't be yeah. unregulated. I think it absolutely should be regulated. But I think the first step is uh, taking it away from illegality. I mean, of course, it should be regulated. We should get rid mm -hmm. of the whole pimp setup and that kind of thing, so we can get these girls some yeah, safety some nets. Unions or something, yeah. Right. Well, some safety nets. Something mm -hmm. like you know, this is regulated. These are your work hours. This is where you'll be working. These are, you know, things that these guys have to sign contract wise in the sense that they can be liable for any damage that they may receive. Plus, it keeps better track of these of the girls for their safety. Um, I mean, you hear about it all the time where it's like, oh, prostitute ended up in the ditch, and it's like, we don't know who she was or why she was or whatever, and that's not cool. That should be a regulated thing because that's horrendous. But and So, no, I absolutely believe in regulating that, but I believe that first and foremost, get rid of the illegality of prostitution. Um, and then tax it, tax prostitution, put it towards the roads. Um, well, then where they, then they're just going to start doing it off the books because they don't I mean, want their money taken. Like they're getting taken by the campsites and OnlyFans and whatever other sites are that are similar to that. Maybe, but don't tax them at 50%, tax them at the normal oh. tax rate. Um, I mean, make it a business is what I'm saying. Make it a, make it a company. Make them an employee. The same way that my taxes get siphoned off, um, and I don't like it. I wish I could do it under the table. I wish I didn't have to pay those taxes, but those taxes theoretically do something good. Um, so we're working off of theoretical here, not actual, whatever. Because then we'll get into the big political issue of do taxes do anything, and we're not going there. That's not what we're about. We're about balls and butts. And cocks. Oh, and big tits, too. We like big tits. Um, but, 
so yeah, it's 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 an interesting question of of is it illegal? Uh, can they do it? And why do they do it? And like I said, I think it's a, I think it shouldn't be illegal. I think it is illegal. Um, and I think they do it because they're pushed to it. I think they're pushed away by these sites that sort of prey on them because these sites only fans probably has some pretty big fucking cockers um full of money that these girls have earned them and i think they're not giving them i i don't think they're giving them their fair shake and i think it's partly because it isn't it isn't like a 100 percent above board operation so they can get away with it well i mean the main one of the main things about porn, you know, it's always been, you know, them saying, "Hey, we're not prostitutes. We get paid to do this. Like, this is a professional." Women have been trying to bring dignity to the adult entertainment industry for decades, mm-hmm. and the only what really struck me about what's happening is just how many of these girls aren't just sticking to, "Oh yeah, I'm an adult film star." No, it's, I'm going to run out here, hustle up some money, and have these men pay to have sex with me, or have these men pay for whatever they're going to have. They're going to, you know, here's my Amazon wish list. Like, come on, daddies, pay pay up. Yeah. Give me your money now. Like, the, this hustle, this hustle, I know it's out there, but I just, I it's, it's, the the percentage of like transgender adult film stars that I've seen do this, and just yeah, just girls that have graced a lot of different websites do this, like it is startling because I just I don't I, and and maybe I'm just completely ignorant of like how porn works for cisgendered women, but I mean they do have a lot of larger companies to fall back on because obviously heterosexual porn is the biggest you know, genre of porn still. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I don't think that'll ever really change, but it's just like, I was completely blown away at how many of these girls actually sell their bodies to to weird men in all these cities. And I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. Like, does anybody else notice this happening? Like, I know sex work is something that a lot of transgender women fall into, but it is just like, uh, a lot of these girls, they they got reps. They have followings. They have shit that you know. I'm, I mean, they. I'm just saying they have followings. Like they they went a different path from just straight up. I'm gonna be a prostitute on a corner. Mm-hmm. But so many of them are still doing that kind of stuff, anyways. It's just right. It's really, it's really something else, man. Oh, it's a double. Like, it's kind of a double life sort of thing, and I think that it unfortunately damages the whole the whole work of the feminist movement of we're making it so porn stars are not seen as prostitutes. We're not, we're not prostitutes. We're business people. We are providing a service and ain't nobody buying that shit. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, I believe I could believe that if a porn star is doing something on, well, yeah, film, if you're doing just the porn, but well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think, but I think the whole turn to prostitution is damaging that, that, um, that idea of that, that it is mm-hmm. not prostitution, that it is not something. 
Well, of course, that, that, that kind of actually brings into the moral issue of like, oh, is this wrong? Is sex wrong? Is viewing sex wrong or whatever? And, you know, I think that's that false moral high ground bullshit that people have where we actually have mm-hmm. to explain that porn is not bad and that these women still have value just because they have sex doesn't mean they don't have value. And that's that, like I said, that's that moral bullshit where um, people was- are like, oh, no, sex is wrong and bad and, you know, uh, sleeping with somebody who's had sex before is like wearing an old shoe. Um and uh, I'm like, that's that's just completely ridiculous. First of all, these women have value regardless of who they've had sex with um, or how many times they've done it. So it, it's it's this whole weird amalgam of of what the fuck is this and how do is it a problem? And if it is a problem, how does it get fixed? And see, I tend to lean towards the side of it is a problem because Nat obviously has a bunch of uh, trans girlfriends and um, trans girl and friends, not girlfriends, but, um, uh, and quite a few of them have done escorting and I've not met a one of them yet who said that that was a enjoyable time in their life. They didn't want to do it so much as they didn't know what else to do. They needed some money and that kind of thing. And they knew that there would be people paying out. Um, so I think, I think to put people in that position, look, if you want to sell your body for sex, I say more power to you. But I also think that's part of the regulation thing where it's, you should want to do that. Not, I don't make enough money doing what I feel comfortable with, which is camming or whatever. And now I have to go out and actually make some cash. Um, because, and, and the thing is, is, I don't know. I don't know how these girls feel because I haven't talked to most of them. I don't know most of them. Um, maybe they love it. Maybe they like going out and doing this sort of thing all the time. Um, well, I mean, for I'm not really, I'm not really here for the, the female perspective too much. Mm-hmm. But the perspective from us guys yeah is these are the most visible transgender women out there yeah like the transgender community is largely elusive the ones that we see the most are these adult film stars the cam girls like all that kind of, those are the people we see right and we interact with the most well not maybe not interact with the most but like those are the people we see the most and it's just like to a guy who doesn't know any other transgender women and you go out here looking and you're you're on Twitter and you're seeing oh wow there's this chick over here this chick over here and wow they're all they're all fucking prostitutes okay um, mm-hmm. are there any like good looking girls that aren't prostitutes out here well yeah that does like, give a bad perception it's 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 just yeah that's what I'm just saying like it's that's 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 also what's alarming about it is that these are largely the representatives of the community mm-hmm. and if you judge the whole community by these girls. These are some money-hungry, hustling bitches. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that, and you're going to be disappointed when you try to find yourself a trans girlfriend. And you're going to find that most of these girls, not all of them, of course, but most of these girls um, aren't going to be like that. They are going to be, they're going to be, you know, they don't prostitute. They don't do these things. So a lot of these I mean, girls... Don't nobody want a prostitute. Like, that's right. good. Right, but when, yeah, well, that's the thing. Is so, so the girls that prostitute, they can often afford, 
you know, all sorts of surgeries and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, these guys go out there and they look for these girls and they go, oh, I can't find any trans girls that have, you know, huge plastic tits. And it's like, well, probably because they don't have the money for that. Because a lot of the girls that do have the money for that have earned that money through sex work. Um, and I know there are some guys out there that are like, oh, I couldn't be with a girl that has done has done that kind of thing, has done sex work like that. Um, so that's that's Well, they're in the wrong fucking game anyways, man. Like, all that morality shit usually is not a problem for guys that are into transgender women. Like, yeah, they are, for they are, sure. That, that but... ship has already sailed for us, at yeah. least. But, you know, it's it's it still has that thing, and it's it's the representatives are... Are are of a certain of a certain type, and I don't like. I said I don't think these girls lack value. I don't think they're undateable or whatever. It's just it gives. I think it gives a false representation Shit. of the trans community as a whole. Well, I mean, um, you know, I sent you that post from the, the trans star Vanity. Yes. You know, and if you guys don't know, just look her up. She's like a '90s, late '90s, very early 2000s. Uh, trans porn star, like golden age of porn kind of chick. I yeah, guess. Well, yep. Uh, golden age, golden age of trans porn at least. Um, but I mean, look, dude, like she, I've seen her on HBO talking about, oh yeah, I can get men to do whatever I want, this, this, and that, and that's when she was in her prime. She mm-hmm. is definitely removed from her prime, from having too much plastic surgery on her face, whatever. Like she's just old, mm-hmm. and. Now she's she's not that chick anymore. Where you like she was like a Bailey J or Chanel Santini, where she was like the top chick, period. Mm-hmm. And got all guys were like, God damn, that's a bad bitch. She was. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, she was on Instagram talk like this past week on Instagram talking about yeah, well, you know, I learned a lot in life, and you know, in my, in my younger days, I I was all about trying to get a come up and hustling and getting more money and. And trying to get stuff from guys and all this other junk. And now I'm just trying to focus on me and finding love. And I'm like, well, I mean, that, that ship is sailed. Like, yeah, you can find love, but it's going to be a lot harder now than it was. And, I mean, who wants that? And, I mean, this this is something that isn't just with transgender chicks. I'm just saying with a lot of the chicks that are out here now trying to get a come up. Like, dude, you're wasting your time. You're, you're, if you're looking for happiness, you're not going to find it by trying to get every dollar you can out of every guy you meet, you know? Like, it's just like, I don't know, it's just ridiculous. So it, it just really brought me back to Vanity and, like, how she is now and how she really reflect honestly reflected on the mistake of the mindset that she had earlier when she was younger trying to get money out of everybody and shit and trying to hustle and, ugh, just a mess. Sorry, I had to go on a rant there, guys. Yeah, well, no, and I'm I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at that. I'm looking at that right now. Uh, I'm checking it out just to just to refresh my memory. And you know, she talks about how she used to say that she was the baddest, the best. Um, she did, and how her being prideful made her made her feel empty. And uh, doing that hustle, sort of, it was good at the time, but it it left a hole in her that she's having a hard time it seems that she's having a hard time filling and that's mm-hmm. i think that's unfortunate that she's having a hard time filling and i think that part of that is of her own making that if if i was single 
and vanity of today came to me and I was, you know, I was out on the dating scene. I was looking for, you know, uh, a trans girl to date and I ran into vanity and I said, Oh, I know you, you're vanity. And she said, you know, I'm here looking for this and that and that kind of thing. I would be wary because of the way she represented her, represented herself back in the day you know like what are you really after is this uh is this a cash grab that kind of thing mm. and i think that's i think that's unfortunate and that's and th that's me being honest with you guys i'm not saying that that is me being i, I don't want to sit here and say i'm completely altruistic and without flaws in any way shape or form because i am flawed and i'm a guy like everybody else and i have worries and that kind of thing and it would make me go i don't know and i think that's a unfortunate to say but that's the feeling that that you can sometimes get from this sort of thing um mm -hmm. i'm sorry man she messed her face up with all that plastic surgery <laughs> like her cheekbones like i don't know what those uh, man i can't well, over plastic surgery okay. is definitely definitely a problem, um, but to kind of to kind of put a kind of put a button on this one, um, and uh, it's it's really uh, well. One, I want to hear from all you guys out there and what you think about this, what you think about my views, what you think about Chris' views, uh, what you think about everything as a whole, um, because we welcome honest and open conversation about this, and that's what we encourage. We encourage. Uh, all of you out there to feel your way through these issues the same way that Chris and I are feeling our way through these issues. You know, Chris and I don't script these things. We we talk about our points uh, before the show, and we've got a list of what we want to talk about, but we don't script this. This is all just us talking about things and what comes into our mind and what our experiences are as trans-loving men. Uh, what does that mean for us? What what questions does that does that raise? And I'd like to hear it from you guys, but, you know... Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts on this are, I wish, I wish these girls, if they don't want to prostitute, if they don't want to go out and sell themselves, if they don't want to have sex with random people, if they truly want to find somebody that loves them and they want to be with, I, I, I wish that they didn't have to do this. I wish that the companies such as OnlyFans or the campsites didn't siphon off so much money from these girls, um, because they are doing the work and not reaping the benefits. I think what they're doing is valuable. I think it brings a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. Um, and it, you know, it brings a lot of pleasure to a lot of people that, uh, that will never allow themselves the opportunity to be with a trans woman. Uh, so I think that that has value to it as entertainment purposes, as sexual relief purposes in camming. And it's unfortunate that these girls are getting that money siphoned off so hard that they have to go out and do this kind of work. Um, I don't think that's good. And I think that might come back to, to haunt them later down the line. Uh, and on the other side though, I want to say that if these girls go out there and this is how they choose to live their life, if this is what they want to do, then I think they should have all the power to do it. I just wish that we had it legally and they had more representation um and that it was um what's what's the fucking word i'm looking for it's 
They, they have more representation. They can do it legally. I'm probably going to cut all this shit right now because I'm bummed. Talking about like unionize or what? Unionize, yeah. Um, regulated. That's the word I was looking oh, for. Oh, yeah. Regulated. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll leave it in. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I wish these girls were regulated and that kind of thing. So I want them to stay safe and... I would hope that the stigma of having sex for money would disappear, and I hope that these girls do what's right for them. That's my feeling as mm. a man who is trans amorous. That's my feeling for a man who wants the best for the trans community. Um, and that's my views as a man who has his own flaws and who has flawed views on things, who who feels ambivalent about a lot of these things. Um so yeah, I want to kick it over to you, Chris, for any final thoughts on this one. Oh man, well now I'm uh, pretty much got everything out there, man. Just yeah. you know, way, way, way too many chicks trying to make money at every single turn. Mm-hmm. It is uh, definitely starting to get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it makes uh, makes watching the porn a little difficult when everything's. Uh... And I know you don't like you don't like to pay for porn. Like. I don't. I don't. And see, that's the thing. That's the ambivalence. You don't want to pay for it. That's the ambivalence that I'm talking about. Is I don't want to pay for the porn. I want these girls to make a living, but I also don't want to pay for it because why? Because I'm a fucked up, flawed human being. But um, I pay but yeah. for the websites. What's I that? like this shit. I said I pay for the websites. Yeah, I just hate the ones that don't let you keep the shit. But well, the yeah. problem, the other problem I have is I <laughs> I don't know how fast Natalie would cut off my dick if bills for uh, professional websites started coming in the mail or wherever, you know, my bank account, and I go, oh shit, I forgot that that came out, and she goes, what came out? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, nothing. It's definitely, it definitely wasn't T.S. Casting Couch. And then she'd find our sharpest knife. And she sharpens those things on a regular fucking basis. I mean, sometimes I'm like, hey, babe, what are you cooking? She's like, oh, I'm not. I'm just sharpening the knives. Um, oh, and I'm like, this is terrifying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so fear for my dick. Um, and having said that, uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We will see you guys in two weeks. You can always... Uh, email us at transtalkformen at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at transtalkformen. There's underscores in between each one of those words. Um, And until then, we hope to hear from you soon, and we'll catch you guys next time.